Should you really do what you love as an entrepreneur? Find out now on this episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. This is the Unlock Success Podcast. We're helping entrepreneurs around the world dive deep into the keys you need to shatter excuses, believe in yourself, and help you achieve your highest goals. Here's your host, eight-figure entrepreneur and the living legend of internet marketing, Anthony Morrison. Hey, hey, everybody. Anthony Morrison here, and welcome to another episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. My hope for this episode is that it will help you with the tools you need to grow your business bigger than you ever thought possible. Uh, you know, n- not because of the methods and strategies that you're using, but because you have the right mindset to help you get there, right? And 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 here's why the right mindset is so important. Uh, when things get really tough in your business, um, you know, I call it when the haters start showing up, uh, when success doesn't come as quickly as you'd like, uh, when things get really boring and you're not sure if you're on the right path or not, uh, your methods, your tactics, and your strategies, they're not going to be there to help you. Uh, trust me, they're, they're, they're just simply not going to help you get through that. What's going to make a difference is how you've trained your mind to respond to those circumstances. And, and that work begins right now, uh, not when you're in the middle of something, right? Uh, it begins now. So even if you're just getting started, if you've got six people on your email list, or you've only sold maybe a dozen of your online courses, or you're a budding real estate agent or car salesman that just hasn't made any sales yet, look, what, whatever it is, now is the perfect time to begin preparing yourself for success. So let's get into today's episode. Should you love what you do? If you look at the general sweep of job advice out there online, you'll find that the answer is absolutely no, right? Uh, You shouldn't focus on doing what you love. Rather, you should focus on doing what works and find what you love later. But there's a fundamental problem with that and and, and with that mentality that we're going to dive into today. Uh, because I think it's going to be it's going to be very helpful. And hey, listen, I get it. Not everyone will be able to immediately apply today's episode, right? But some of you are in a position to really hear what I'm going to say, and others may want to think through how they can begin this process of being in a place uh, where they love what they do, right? So here's the most common advice uh, about career or life fulfilling work, right? This is how it normally goes. Phase one, work hard at whatever gets you the stuff you want, even if you hate it, right? Phase two, have all the stuff you want uh, in, in your life, right? And then phase three, allow that stuff to be the kind of person you want to be. Okay, so if you want to be the kind of person who's respected and admired by everyone, then maybe you'll work hard to get a new car and a new house, and then people will look at you and they will admire you. Or if you want to be the kind of person who enjoys maybe a stress-free life, then work hard now, buy thousands of shares of a stock that pays dividends, and, and never have to worry about creating income any longer, right? But there's a super obvious problem with this path, even though it's the one that 90% of us are on, right? Having stuff is never enough. Whatever kind of person you want to be, having more stuff may seem like it at the time, but ultimately it's not going to get you to where you really want to be. Stuff will never make you feel more secure, more respected, more stress-free, happier. And we know this. Uh, We know that money doesn't buy happiness, right? But we still work in a way that makes us seem like this is true. So instead, we want to flip the model on its head. First, I didn't make this up. I've learned this from countless people who are much smarter and probably much healthier than I am, right? 
Well, you know, work to be the kind of person you ultimately want to be. I guarantee for every single thing that you want, there's an inner desire you're trying to fulfill, right? So look for ways to fulfill that without accumulating more stuff. And this isn't easy and it won't happen overnight, by the way, right? It's something I'm still working on each and every day, but it's worth it. And it's a lot easier and a lot cheaper than trying to use stuff to fill those voids. So step two, now that you're becoming the kind of person you want to be, or at least you know where you want to go, now you're setting yourself up to do the kind of things that are in line with who you are. And when you're the kind of person you want to be and you're doing what you love to do, then the stuff you have is like a nice bonus, not what brings you fulfillment. So let's quickly recap because this is important. The old model is to do whatever it takes to get the stuff that you want and ultimately be the kind of person you want to be. The new model is to be the kind of person you want to be. Then find what you love to do based on that. And then you'll be so much more content with all the stuff that it produces. The beauty of this model is that now your work life is intertwined with your personal life. Usually this is a nightmare for people, and I am one of those people. It's typically considered a bad thing uh, when someone says they bring their work home with them. But if what you do is something you absolutely love and it provides meaning to you and to your family, bringing work home with you is a joy that just kind of comes naturally. Again, I'm not saying this is easy, and I'm certainly not going to sit here and tell each one of you listening to this you know, episode what to do. That would be impossible. But simply thinking through these concepts and asking these questions of yourself is a step that so few people are willing to take, And but it will put you so far ahead of those who are simply moving through the old model, trying to get to the end of their life, uh, when they can finally have all the stuff that they want to make them be the type of person that they want to be. Now, it gets kind of confusing. And I'll tell you this, uh, you know, when you take all of the be the kind of person you want to be and have the kind of stuff you want to have and whatnot, and take all that out of it and just put it in like real world examples, right? So that's what I like to do. And, 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 and on the Unlock Success podcast, I always like to kind of dive into my life, like what's happened in my life. Why would I want to share, like what made me want to share this message with you? And I'll be honest with you, when I was, uh, when I was younger, uh, I would say, you know, certainly, certainly grade school, um, high school, um, I don't know so much in college, but certainly when I was younger, um, I, look, I wasn't the popular kid. Um, I wasn't, it's not like I never had a girlfriend, um, but I certainly wasn't the one that, you know, every girl was calling and every girl was leaving notes in my lockers and stuff like that. That wasn't happening. Right. Um, I didn't, I wasn't the, the quarterback on the, on the football team. Um, I played baseball one year. Um, but I just wasn't the most popular kid, you know? And I think that, uh, in, in my mind, I felt like, man, if I can, if I can strive, if I can, just eclipse all of these people. It was like one of the driving forces in my life um, was to was to be at the pinnacle. And I thought the pinnacle meant I needed to have the most money possible. Like just ma- all my life was focused on after high school was making money. It was just money, 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 money. Anything I could do, didn't matter what it was. <laughs> I didn't have to enjoy it, you know, if it was one step closer to money uh, and more money. And, and that would kind of give me this uh, superiority complex, right? Like I would be at the top, like, yeah, yeah, you were cool in high school, but you know, I have a Ferrari now. And actually, if you read my first book, The Hidden Millionaire, 
uh, where I talked about like the, the 12 principles to, uh, to becoming an entrepreneur and to unlocking your, you know, inner entrepreneur. What's interesting is, is if you read it, it, as you read through that book, it, you can see that in the writing. Like I wrote that book myself and you can see my thought processes when I start reflecting on kind of what drove me to be an entrepreneur. It was this thought that if I make a lot of money, I can have a lot of the things that will make me feel and be like the person that I really want to be, which is the popular person, the one that, you know, uh, has the, the pretty girlfriend in the big house and the every, you know, that, that, and, and that all kind of came, I think from, from, you know, maybe not being so popular in high school. And then I think as the years have gone on, I've realized that, you know, the money doesn't, it, it doesn't make me that happy. Um, there are other things in my life that now I realize really, really define who I am, not how much money is in my bank account. People look up to you um, and like the type of, you know, maybe the type of thing I was looking for uh, because you have a good family, because you uh, have a close family, because, uh, because you're married. There's a lot of people, you know, obviously that haven't found, haven't found that person yet. Um, I think it even let me and pushed me away from, you know, from doing some of the things that I thought would, would interfere with, with my work, um, namely having kids, <laughs> um, which seems to be a, a topic of conversation at my house quite frequently now. Um, but I, I've been focused so much on, on letting the success and the amount of money I can make, um, uh, kind of determine who I am. And, and I'll tell you this year, um, you know, a lot of that's changed for me. Uh, a lot of different things have happened. Obviously we had this crazy pandemic and now I, I still focus on work. I still love what I do, but I do a lot of things that don't make me any money. Filming this podcast makes me no money, but I enjoy doing it. Um, so I, so it's in my schedule, even though, uh, you know, a year ago it wouldn't have been, and it wasn't. Um, I'll, I work out, right? So I, I spend a couple hours a day just on physical fitness and health, and it's it's made me into a different person, but it's a person that I'm much happier being. And so I think Ultimately, when people tell you that you should not do what you love, right? I think that a lot of them are just playing off that that statement that that you hear a lot of times, like, "Oh, just find your passion and chase it, and you can make millions." And so, there's always the anti to that, right? There's people that say you shouldn't do what you love, right? You should you should go go do what makes you the most money, right? And it's not chasing your passion. If your passion is knitting quilts, you're probably not going to be able to, uh, to pay the rent with that, right? And I think it's all about balance, right? I think the answer to this question, should you really do what you love, is, is actually a little bit of yes and a little bit of no, right? Um, if what you love can, and what makes you super happy uh, can also produce the quality of life that you want to have, right? Like you can make enough money to support your family, support yourself and live the quality of life that you want, then absolutely you do what you love. If you happen to be someone who just, like I said, loves knitting quilts, um, we cannot just, you know, live in a dream world whereby we don't have to pay rent and we don't have to, uh, we don't have bills, right? So maybe we need to go take our, maybe need to take a, a notepad and write like the 10 things you love most, right? And go in order from your best, you know, the thing you love the most all the way down until you find one that you can actually act on 
and still earn an income from, right? That's still a viable way uh, to make money. And so I think it's kind of finding that balance, right? I think entrepreneurs sometimes have a hard time with that. Uh, we either chase our, 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 our passion, right? And without any acknowledgement of the fact that maybe that passion does not lead down a path that could ever, you know, create any type of financial security for us. Um, or we completely avoid our passions and we just chase what's going to make us the most money. So if over here I can make a million dollars a year doing something I absolutely hate, and over here I can make no money doing something I absolutely love, then there's got to be a place in the middle where I can make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year doing something I actually enjoy, right? And I think that's the sweet spot and that's the spot you should be looking for. So if you're just starting out and you've got people that are telling you you should do it one way or do it another, you know, I truly believe it's somewhere in the middle, right? It's somewhere in the middle. And that's what's going to lead to uh, the most financial success, the most happiness, and, and ultimately something that you'll be able to do for a lifetime. Uh, for me, I've been at this digital marketing thing for, gosh, over 15 years now, and I love it, right? It's what I love to do. And, uh, you know, I started out in life chasing really chasing the money, right? Um, I was going to be a doctor. It wasn't because I wanted to be a doctor. It was because doctors made the most money. My parents told me all along, doctors make the most money. This is what you should be. And so that's what I was going to do, right? Um, and, and I found a much better path by not doing something that I wouldn't have enjoyed, but was told there's all this money at the end of the rainbow there, right? So choose your own path. Find something that's in the middle, right? Don't always do what you love, but don't always do the things that you hate. Find something you enjoy that can still make you some money. And I truly believe you'll have a lot of success as an entrepreneur. I hope that this message uh, helps you find clarity uh, because clarity is so key when you're starting out as an entrepreneur. And I look forward to, uh, to having you join me on my next episode of the Unlock Success Podcast. 